Chapter 6 of Marion Harlan's Cookery for Beginners. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by David Hastings. Marion Harlan's Cookery for Beginners, Chapter 6 Broiled Meats. It has been said that the frying pan has ruined more American digestions than all the other hurtful agencies combined. It is certainly true that, while the process of frying, properly performed upon certain substances, does not of necessity make them unwholesome, the useful utensil does play altogether too important a part in our national cookery. Broiled meats are more wholesome, more palatable, and far more elegant. Certain things should never be fried. That beefsteak should never make the acquaintance of the frying pan is a rule without an exception. The best gridirons for private families are the light double broilers, made of tinned wire and linked together at the back with loops of the same material. They are easily handled, turned, and cleaned, and when not in use may be hung on the wall out of the way. It is well to have two sizes, one for large steaks, the smaller for birds, oysters, and when there is occasion to broil a single chop or chicken leg for an invalid. Beefsteak Never wash a steak unless it has fallen in the dirt or met with other accident. In this case, cleanse quickly in cold water and wipe perfectly dry before cooking. Have a clear hot fire and do not uncover that part of the stove above it until you have adjusted the steak on the broiler. If you use the ordinary iron gridiron, lay the meat on it the instant it goes over the fire, but have it already warm and rub the bars with a bit of fresh suet. When the meat has lain over the coals two minutes and begins to sizzle, Turn it and let the other side cook as long. Watch it continually, and turn whenever it begins to drip. Do this quickly to keep in the juices. If these should fall in the fire in spite of your care, lift it for an instant and hold over a plate or dish until the smoke is gone. Broiled meats flavored with creosote are not uncommon, but always detestable. The knack of broiling a steak well is to turn it so often and dexterously that it will neither be smoked nor scorched. Ten minutes should cook it rare if the fire is right and the steak not very thick. Cut it with a keen blade into the thickest part when the time is up. If the heart is of a rich red brown, not the livid purple of uncooked flesh, carry broiler and meat to a table where stands a hot dish. Lay the steak on this. In a saucer, have a liberal tablespoonful of butter cut into bits, and with these rub both sides of the smoking steak, leaving unmelted pieces on the top. Sprinkle it also on both sides with pepper and salt about half a teaspoonful of salt and a third as much pepper for a large steak. All this must be done quickly. Before you begin to cook the steak, prepare the butter and measure the salt and pepper. Cover the dish closely. If you have not a block tin dish cover, lay over the steak another dish, made very hot in the oven, and set both with the meat between them in the plate warmer, or in an open oven, or somewhere where it will keep hot for three minutes. Serve, i.e. put on the table, as hot as possible and on warm plates. Unless you have a hot water dish, do not send the steak into the dining room until all have taken their places. Sometimes steak is tough. You shake your head over it as it comes from the butcher's basket. I know of an enterprising meat merchant who objected to a wealthy customer because he would have choice cuts. He was willing to pay double for them. But as the worthy seller observed, we must sell second best cuts and he'd ought to take his turn. Like sin, tough steak ought not to be, but is. If your turn to take it has come, lay it on a clean board, some hours before cooking it, 
and hack it on both sides crisscross with a tolerably sharp knife, taking care not to cut too deeply. Rub both sides very well with the strained juice of a lemon, and set the meat in a cold place until you are ready to cook it. Do this overnight if you want it for breakfast. Very tough fibrous meat is sometimes made eatable by this process. Mutton or Lamb Chops Cut off most of the fat and all the skin. A clean bone an inch in length will project from the smaller end when you have pared away the tallow and skin, which would have cooked into rankness and leather. Put as many chops on the broiler as it will conveniently hold, and broil as you would beefsteak. Cut into the largest to see if it is done. If it is, lay the chops on a heated dish set over a pot of boiling water. Butter, pepper, and salt them, and cover them up while you cook the rest. Serve as soon as the last is cooked as they lose flavor with standing. Lay sprigs of parsley around the edges of the dish, and scatter a few over the chops, which must be arranged in neat rows, a small end next to a large. Broiled Ham Cut even slices from a cold, boiled Ferris & Company's trademark ham. Divide these into oblong pieces, about an inch and a half in width, and broil quickly over clear coals until a delicate brown touches the slices here and there. Lay in order on a hot dish. Broiled ham is appetizing and should be accompanied by dry toast, lightly buttered. End of chapter 6